Hey guys, welcome back to the 503 for the Fans podcast. This is Noah here. It's been a long, long time since I've podcasted, so bear with me today, but I have a lot to go through. It was a really, really exciting day for Blazer fans yesterday, if you don't know already, and I'm, I'm really excited to get through to it. But before we get started, I recently sponsored with a site called NBA Top Shot. It's a site where you can buy, sell, and trade the best NBA moments and collectibles of the best NBA highlights. If you're already into like buying and selling and trading, I think it's a great site for you. And if you want more information, check out their Twitter at NBA underscore Top Shot and check out their website at NBATopShot.com. All right, well, let's just dive right into this. I mean, it was a really... It was a slow day to start, but really exciting day towards the end of the day. Um, if you don't already know, the Blazers uh, made a huge trade. I'm going to be going over their all these headline deals to start out this podcast, but the Blazers made a huge trade, traded Trevor Ariza in two first to Houston for Robert Covington. I mean, there's needless to say about Robert Covington. He's one of the best wing defenders in the league, probably one of the best defenders in the league. He, uh, I pulled out a crazy stat. Uh, I tweeted it. Um, he is going to be the first wing that has made an all-defensive team to play for the Blazers since Scottie Pimpin in 1999. That is how weak the Blazers have been on the wing over the years. I mean, the, the notable wings, you have to say, is obviously Wesley Matthews, Nick Batum, um, but... But in recent years, those guys, I mean, obviously Alfred Camino and uh, Maurice Harkless. But, I mean, those are all guys, yes, I love them. But Mo- Robert Covington really sets this team, and he's the perfect fit for the Blazers. He can guard one through five. You can put him on guys like AD. You can put him on guys like LeBron. I mean, any team we play now, Robert Covington's going to guard that best player, and I'm all for it. I mean, he's one of the best weak side help defenders in the league, which we really start- struggle with. Um, he gives us a, a small ball option at five if we really want to go down that route um i think he he makes our lineup very versatile i mean the blazers really got a dog in robert covington i love this move this really shows what neil shea is going to be about this free agency in this offseason um they have a they have some more moves to make so this isn't the first move last move they're going to make I, i'm really excited about this move i mean there's not much more to say than this is a heck of a move that is going to raise the Blazers' playoff ceiling. Uh, I think it gives them even more. I think this without Robert Covington, this team is a second round, I would say. But with him, I, I really, in more additions, I really like the Blazers' chances. I mean, obviously they have to go through L.A. teams but and Golden State. But I, it just depends on matchups, depends on who's healthy or whatnot. But I think Robert, this addition of Robert Covington really, really helps the Blazers. And another Blazers move that is not so exciting, but we don't know yet, is uh, Rodney Hood opts out of his $6 million deal. Uh, and he will be a free agent. Um, this is a puzzling move if, if you don't entirely know, but um, he, he's fresh off Achilles injury, yes. Um, the Blazers have his early bird rights, and there may be a deal already in place for a longer-term deal. Um, Hood's clearly looking out for himself, and I don't blame him. He, he wants a longer-term deal with longer-term money, and I, I, I wouldn't expect it to happen this off off season because he's coming off injury uh if he would have opted into his deal we could have probably done the same thing the next uh off season with his full bird rights instead of early bird rights um so it's puzzling in ways but if he does have a deal in place with the blazers already for like 
I'd say two million to three million for eight to ten mil per. Uh, I, I don't blame him. Um, I, I think it hurts the Blazers a little bit financially down the road, but um, obviously Hood is a big piece to them. If he's healthy, uh, he's he could start at the three. He could come off the bench at the two and three. Uh, he can even play a little bit at four because he's six eight. Uh, he shoot he shot fifty percent from three, so yeah, Hood's a big part to this team. Uh, they definitely need to retain Hood. I, I hope no one else tries to come and swoop him from him, but I don't see a team offering him above six million on the Emily market. Uh, no one's gonna take out uh, other than Emily money on Rodney Hood, especially after an injury. So I, I'm pretty confident in his return to the Blazers. Uh, he had an interview with Dw- Dwight James like a couple months back, and he kind of hinted at it that he was. He he saw he he actually said that he sees himself in a Blazers jersey next season. Uh, things change, but he he said even with the contract, we'll figure that out. But I see myself in the Blazers uniform, so I'm still confident in that. Um, let's hope that Rodney Hood returns. Um, another big headline, probably the biggest one of the day yesterday, was Chris Paul to the Suns for Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, Jalen Neek, and a 2022 uh, first rounder. Uh, this is it's a this is a good deal and a bad deal at the same time and i'll explain that because chris paul is 36 years old um hasn't won a ring hasn't really been on a, i mean he was on houston who was his first true contender they got to the western conference finals they got to game seven against golden state you know went down to that with that but I don't know if the the Phoenix Suns make the most sense for his end of the career. Uh, I think it's another team he has to kind of outperform his expectations and help them get to the playoffs because they haven't been to the playoffs in over a decade. Uh, it, yeah, it's a tricky situation. I think it's a great move for Phoenix's development uh, of Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. Uh, I think they're, they're really going to benefit the most from it. I think it keeps Booker happy. In essence, so I think there's there's those options for you as a Phoenix fan. I think it raises their playoff ceiling too. Um, I think they could probably get a six to eight seed. I don't see higher than that because the West is the deepest West. It's probably been in over a decade as well. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a tricky situation. I think it's great in certain elements, but I do think it doesn't make the most sense for Chris Paul's uh, career. But hey, I mean, if he carries another team to the playoffs, I mean that just looks good for his resume. But I, I don't blame him. Um, so another big deal, probably the second biggest deal of the day yesterday was Drew Holiday to the Bucks for Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and three firsts. Um, I, I I like this move uh, for the Pelicans especially. But I really I like this move for the Bucks too. It gives them a crater in the one-two spot that they haven't had really ever under Giannis. Um, it sucks that the Giannis to Portland campaign probably looks to come to a close, even if it was if it was a campaign to start. But that probably comes to a close. But uh, Drew Holiday to the Bucks, I, it, it's a heck of a move for them. And right now, but some it could hurt hurt them in the future. Three firsts for Drew Holiday is a steep, steep price. I mean, yeah, we gave two firsts for Covington, but I yeah, I don't know. The Bucks could potentially lose Giannis even in a, a year. So, and not saying he does leave them, but 
he could potentially leave and that's a losing a lot of draft capital for a player or your superstar is a free agent this summer and could potentially leave so that's an iffy sign for bucks fans something to worry about obviously if they keep Giannis to super max and he's here for another five years or or so and in the bucks yeah i mean that's a deal well worth it and obviously Giannis has to approve that he there was a rumor that he approved that trade too so there's that um, the Bucks made another another move yesterday where they signed and trade for Bogdan Bogdanovic, uh, including Dante Davincio, uh, Ilyasova, and DJ Wilson. Um, that's a that's a great move for them. I think it I think it does put them at the hard cap, so they really don't have that much room to add to this team. Uh, I think it gives them a legitimate starting five with Drew Holiday, Bogdan, uh, Middleton, Giannis, and Lopez. I mean, that's a legit starting five, especially in the East. That's a one one or two seed, and they have to be a Western Conference final or better team if that's your team. But again, their bench is is went from probably being one of the best in the league last year to maybe one of the worst i i don't their depth is, is isn't there with how many guys they traded but yeah that's a good move for johnson's for johns right now i think it gives them a window right now to win but yeah i don't like the the, the future for them if you know what i mean but another interesting there's hasn't been anything really else um the nets are interested in harden houston wants a significant return uh i i don't i that deal is iffy to me i am on the side of obviously not team him up i mean i've seen dame his whole career he doesn't run from the grind uh he doesn't go and team up with superstars to legitimize him getting a ring and I, I yeah I just wouldn't like to see this deal just based off that because I think the league is very well balanced. Um, I think Houston's in a really bad spot because I think Harden is so good. They feel Harden he is really good. They feel Harden is so good that they even said that they would expect KD or Kyrie to come from that Nets deal, and that's just not going to happen from the Nets. So I don't know how this deal entirely gets done. And Wooji uh, Wooji already. Uh, announced that they weren't going to probably let Harden bully them into a deal to trade. So there's that too. Um, yeah, I, I just wouldn't like to see this deal go through. I just, I, he's in the East. Yes, that, that doesn't help the Blazers and it kicks Houston from playoff contention, um, which only helps the West a little more. But uh, yeah, I just, I think the league is better off when it's balanced and it doesn't have a super team with three superstars. Yes, KD has got hurt a lot. He just is coming off Achilles injury. And yes, Kyrie gets hurt a lot, but still that's a heck of a team. They would be downright favorites in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, that's just not a deal I would like to see. But uh, in another, this last headline I'll go over is kind of kind of hilarious. Um, you got to feel a little bad, but West, Russell Westbrook, he really doesn't have any market in this trade. Uh, in this trades, I mean, he really hasn't gained any, any traction. All the major uh, analysts are saying not a lot of teams are offering anything. Uh, not a lot of teams want to take on that contract. Um, the only two teams I have really been consistently linked to him is the Knicks and the Hornets. Apparently, Michael Jordan has pushed for Westbrook, and he really wants Westbrook. So maybe that deal gets done. Um, but yeah, I, that's that's tough for Westbrook. I mean, I I think he's his value is really plummeting because of that contract and because he's a guard that can't shoot, um, is a liability in the playoffs sometimes. Uh, gets hurt. So yeah, it's just, it, it's a tough situation for Westbrook. 
But we have to move on. After this break, I'll be talking about Hassan Whiteside, Carmelo Anthony, and what the Blazers should do with them, and the remaining free agents that the Blazers should pursue on their MLE and other exceptions. All right, and we are back. So the Blazers... Hassan Whiteside and Carmelo Anthony remain some of the biggest questions for the Blazers. Uh, I I really don't have a feel for what Hassan's going to do. You don't know. We we have his bird rights. Uh, The Blazers can offer him anywhere between 10 and 15 mil. Uh, I I don't want to sign him for 15 mil. If some team wants to come in and give Hassan Whiteside 15 million this year, yeah, then he needs to walk. But I I wouldn't mind him for a 10 to $12 million deal uh, for one year or two years. Uh, I think it would give us a contract to move. I think we could kind of guarantee him like, hey, if we sign this deal and you don't like it, we will trade you to a team that fits you better. Uh, So I don't know. I, I, I I wouldn't mind that route i know some people are in favor of just letting hassan walk and just focusing on getting a backup but i think signing hassan to his with his bird rights gives us the best opportunity to not use the mle on a backup big um which is what i want i want to use the mle on another forward like a like a Millsap or a gallinari and i'll get to that later but um yeah i think Using his bird rights best sets us up to use all of our exceptions. But if he gets, if he demands anywhere from fifteen mil to anywhere above that, yeah, he has to go. And and it, it's just as simple as that. Uh, I, I like Hassan. He's not the best off the bench. He doesn't play the most energy, but he obviously, if he wants to be a really great role guy, because that seems where his his career is going towards he's 30 years old 31 years old um yeah i I think if he really wants to be a great robot he could be one of the best backup bigs in the league if not the best uh him and nurkic would be a legitimate one-two punch off the bench uh and so yeah I, i really like the ability to bring a starter caliber off the bench and that's what o'shea also loves um that's he's came out multiple times and said he loves to get starters starter caliber guys coming off the bench um, so I, I do think they try to keep Hassan, but uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he is gone. And this brings to my point to Carmelo Anthony. It's another question mark. I don't know what they do with Carmelo, especially with the Rocco trade. Um, I think Melo is a little more expendable now. Uh, I think Rocco can play the four and the three, but I do I wouldn't mind Melo as a backup four. Uh, I think he would be a really serviceable six man. Um, He's 36, turning 37 next year. Uh, he had he hit 50 percent uh, from three at, in the bubble. Uh, hit multiple clutch shots. So I mean, there's no question that Melo would would do wonders for this team in ways, and he would be great off the bench. It's just if Melo wants to do that. Um, he's already came out and said if they're transparent with him and talk to him about it, then he's down for whatever. So I don't know the 100 percent truth behind that if he's just saying that. But yeah, I I, I do I. I do think they could and should bring Melo back as a free agent, um, especially if he wants to be a six man. But then again, I, I don't know if Melo gen- legitimately comes back with this Roko trade because if they do bring, uh, Ro- they do have Robert Covington. If they do bring someone like Millsap or Gallinari, then that leaves 
that doesn't really leave too much opportunity at the three and four for Melo, and he might want to get more opportunities. So, yeah, there's that question, and I, I couldn't entirely just say, yes, Melo is going to come back to the Blazers, or yes, Melo is going to leave. Um, but I do know that Dame and CJ have kind of advocated for him to come back. So, yeah, there's that. Um, other free agents that are with the Blazers that are interesting is uh, it has to be Wenyan Gabriel. Um, I think he's a guy that you have to bring back, um, even if it's on a vetman contract. I don't see anyone throwing any serious money at Wenyan, but he, I really love Wenyan's game. I think he's has potential to be a great three and D wing down down the line. He can hit the three. He can play tenacious defense, rebounds. I mean, he's yeah. I, I love Wenyan. Definitely a guy that they need to bring back. Um, yeah, I, I, and this is a tough one. I mean, Kale Swangen, I, I really, I'm, I will miss him. I don't see him coming back. Um, he's his, he was in a second stint with the Blazers. Uh, I, it was a confusing first round pick anyways, but yeah, I, I don't see Kale Swangen coming back. Um, there's just no real spot for him. I, I think he'll probably be a D league player, but yeah, him and, Wenyan or the other questions, but yeah, I don't see Caleb coming back. Mario Hazonia has already opted into his contract, so there's no question there. Um, the Blazers free agents are it's iffy with me. Uh, I I don't know what like I said I don't know what they do with Hassan and White Hassan and Carmelo. Um, I don't know what they do on the MLE, but they they recently just got rumored to be interested in Paul Millsap by Kevin O'Connor, who dropped it, um, which. He is third on my billboard of MLE gets for the Blazers. Uh, the, the MLE this year is going to be $9.2 million, and the Blazers will be able to offer that full $9.2 million, so that's very exciting. Um, Bobby Marks just came out and said Portland's one of the few teams that are going to be able to use all three exceptions, which is their, t- um, their trade exception, which is worth $7.1 mil, and the bay, the bay is the biannual exception, and that one's worth about three-ish mil. So they could potentially make three more moves, um, which is exciting. And based off uh, O'Shea's transactions already I, I think he will fill all three of those and I, which is a really exciting thing for blazer fans because you don't really see this all the time i mean the blazers have been historic to be complacent um just not really take too many risks so i, I really i really love this offseason so far first move was a heck of a move really set the bar high um i wouldn't expect anything as major we don't have contracts to shift over at all anymore especially with ariza gone but i really love this move for the blazers um some free agents that I so I'll go over about like ten free agents that I really think could benefit the Blazers, and two of them are kind of unrealistic to start out is Serge Ibaka and Jeremy Grant. Um, I previously had Jeremy Grant as number two on my billboard for the Blazers. Uh, he is ultimately no chance at this point, uh, especially with Ariza being gone, because my proposal would have been a trade, a uh, sign and trade for Ariza, and maybe the same deal as a Covington deal, Ariza and two firsts for Jamie Grant, and because signed him for like 10, like to like 15 million. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I, Jeremy Grant's probably probably off the table. No way he take he no way he turns down more money from the Nuggets. Like there's nine point eight mil he opted out of to accept nine point two or nine point one from the Blazers. So yeah, I just don't see that happening. Um, Serge Ibaka is was number one on my billboard. Uh, I think he is a guy that's probably gonna more ring chase. I'm not saying the Blazers are not contenders or they are, they're not capable, but I think he's gonna more ring chase and maybe go to someone like Brooklyn and go play with Kyrie and KD. Um, but th- there's already rumors that they're trying to work out a sign and trade. Um, so yeah, Serge Ibaka and Jeremy Grant were my two high hopeful guys that were like two front runners. Like if the Blazers get these guys, their their roster is set. Um, yeah, those two guys aren't likely, which isn't a big deal because the Covington trade helps everything. I mean, the Blazers get someone that is like Jeremy Grant, get someone that's like Ibaka. So, and yeah, the Covington trade makes those two guys not getting them acceptable. Um, number three and four, it's these are my guys on the billboard is Paul Millsop and Danilo Gallinari. Um, really take a pick here. Uh, Millsap is 36, but he's still very serviceable. Uh, he shot 48% from the field, 43% from three, and 82% from the line. Uh, so I think he's still very serviceable. He would be an upgrade from Zach at the four. At, in the meantime, uh, I'm not I don't I'm not saying I don't believe in Zach, but he would be an upgrade over him in the meantime. He would help our defense more. Uh, he would give us spacing. Him and Roko would be a great three and four together. Uh, so yeah, I think Paul Millsap is the most realistic. I already tweeted that out. Uh, I think he is a guy that will be on the MLE. Uh, I think he definitely leaves Denver. Um, so yeah, I think Paul Millsap would be the most realistic for the Blazers. And he, I don't know if it would take the full MLE to get him, but maybe it takes the full MLE to get him to persuade him from other teams. Uh, but Gallinari is a different a different case. Uh, more offense, less defense than Paul Millsap. He's younger, uh, but I think he's looking for a little bit more money. Uh, I think he wants uh, a longer term deal. Uh, he's already denied. He already denied a sign and trade with Miami because they didn't want to give him anything long term. Uh, so it's it's difficult with Gallinari. I think the chances have kind of gone down on getting him. I think there's some teams that could probably swoop in and, and give him 12 to 15 mil which we just can't afford um we could we could throw 9.1 million at him and he would at the four next to Rocco he would give this Blazers team insane amount of spacing um he's an underrated defender uh I, I, yeah I, I would really take your pick with Paul Millsap and Gallinari and 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 I'm good and I think that's an a plus offseason uh, I, those two guys, yeah, those are definitely guys I you, they should get. And these next two are are, are a little different. Um, these are five and six. Uh, this is Jay Crowder and Mo Harkless, and I, I think these guys become more become more real if if Rodney Hood uh, does not come back to Portland. If Rodney Hood does not come back to Portland, I am all in on Jay Crowder. Um, I think he could he could play the three four. He's a dog. He can play, he can guard one through four, one through five. He he was he shot great for Miami. Um, he could come off the bench if he really want him to. But it, Dame CJ Jay Crowder, Robert Covington and Nurk. That's sheesh. That's a very versatile. Good shooting starting lineup with star power with Dame and CJ and Nurk and yeah I would love that move. 
Mo Harkless would more likely come off the bench. I mean, he would still him and Roko next to each other would they would give us defensive wonders that we couldn't even imagine having last season. Um, I w- I would be open to bringing Mo back. I think he was someone that we definitely underrated and missed um, this season, and I think he would come. I don't think it would take the full MLE to get Mo Harkless back. Anyways, I think it would take probably five mil, and then maybe we could spend the other five mil on the back of Big if Hassan was to leave. So that could be a case. Um, number seven is Justin Holiday. I, I, this is someone that I do think if, if again is like if Rodney Hood leaves, then Justin Holiday is someone you definitely could get. A really good three and D type of guy. He shot forty plus percent from three. So that there's that. One, he's he's probably one of the best three and D guys on the market. Um, he, he's along with Jay Crowder. Like I said, those are two guys I would not mind at all. And Amo Harkless. But I would prefer those top four with Sergi Baca, Paul Millsap, and Danilo Garnari first, obviously before this route. Um, and lastly, this 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 is only if Hassan leaves. But if they could get Aaron Baines on somewhat of the Emily, or maybe use the biennial exception on him, then yeah, I'm I'm all for Aaron Baines. Uh, I think he's an absolute. He sits brick screens, plays great defense, can stretch the floor. As you saw him hit eight threes against the Blazers. Uh, during the season so I mean you know what to expect with Aaron Baines uh, he is a great leader so I would love to I would love that move for the Blazers but I would like to get Hassan over Aaron if that's possible and I know uh, some people wouldn't agree with me but I think his, signing Hassan gives us the best chance to make other moves um, but yeah this is this is the episode today there was a lot to go through I, I had a really fun time next time I'll have a guest on but today it's just me so it was a fun time thank you for checking out the pod follow me at fire with three blazer fans and check out my bio for uh, past episodes and I'll see you guys later <laughs>